Welcome to Trust the Journey. I'm Jason Maletsky. And I'm Melanie Curtis. We're here to create conscious connections, to grow and contribute through our practice of openness, honesty, vulnerability, humility, and trust. Trusting the entire journey. Amen. Trusting the entire journey. We are here, team, to create conscious connections, to grow and contribute through our practice of openness, honesty, vulnerability, humility, and trust. Again, trusting the entire journey. (laughs) If you would like to find us on the internet, you can type trustthejourney.today, one word, that will take you to our website, it'll get you to our Instagram, it'll get you to our Patreon, uh, it'll get you to our Facebook page. And if you want to support our project here at Trust the Journey, you can buy some merchandise at our website, some Amazon merch there. We've got shirts and hoodies. It's getting cold out. Get yourself some hoodies. If you want to donate, you can do so through Patreon. And if you do wish to become a member of the Trust the Journey family, any donation level will get you into the group. The group is a safe space where we support each other in our efforts to hold up the practices of Trust the Journey. Be open, be honest, be vulnerable, be humble, and trust each other. Yeah, for sure. Love it all. Uh, and it's the holiday season, right? So if you know you want to support, but you don't necessarily need a hoodie, you can get one for a present for one of your loved ones, or or a Trust the Journey family, you know, Patreon membership. It's all it's all fair game and. Regardless, though, team and family, we really just appreciate that you're here. We love you. And that brings us pretty nicely into our topic today. Today is Thanksgiving. Even though it's not when we're recording it, we're intending to publish this one on Thanksgiving. And so we wanted to do a whole episode giving thanks for 2020, which seems like a challenge in itself. But this is the thing, right? Like, this is us trying to grow into, we're like, okay, I need to be thankful for the things that have been hard, you know? Yes. And 2020, there's not a single person listening to this who, who would deny that 2020 has been a, a tough year for everybody. Mm-hmm. And in that, what are the blessings? Oh, yeah. Where are the lessons? What are the valuable takeaways? How many things can we find to be grateful for in 2020? And I think the list will overflow well beyond the bounds of this episode. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. I mean, I just started to write stuff down in prep for this episode, and I wrote like three pages of stuff already. Like, there's no way I'm going to be able to share everything. Sure, I didn't even bother. I was like, as soon as I started thinking about it, I was like... Yeah, I know. Exactly. The the list of things is just pouring out of my head. It's like a machine gun of gratitude. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Oh my God, what would you start with? It's like, I don't think I could even hierarchically share. It's going to be for me very random because I I just don't, I don't even feel good about hierarchical gratitude. It just is, you know. I love that you start with that just is because that's kind of that. There was a post in the Trusted Journey family the other day from one of our members, Katie, who's just fantastic. And it, it's a scale in referencing in human consciousness and our understandings of ourselves and the universe and reality and all the things that we live in and vibration and frequency and consciousness and all these things trying to, it's trying to like mesh together all these really challenging concepts and in the top right corner of the graph is, is just is, and that's acceptance at its highest level. And so I think that is where I would start my list of gratitude with when it comes to 2020 is, is acceptance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't think any of us get a chance to do anything else, but you know, it's like, you're just forced to accept it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. The rigorous masterclass of 2020 in terms of emotional skills, in terms of resilience skills, in terms of just really getting the hardcore experience of of that skill building. I'm so thankful for that. One of the things I wrote on my list was was how grateful I am to know 
how fucking strong I am. You know what I mean? And I, I felt like I was pretty capable and strong before emotionally and, you know, it is ter- in terms of resilience. I feel like I've gotten through some hard shit in my life and I'm like feel pretty strong and pretty detached in a positive, healthy way, stuff like that. And this year has just magnified that sense of peace and calm and confidence in my own capability to navigate through stuff. It's really, really wonderful. So I feel really lucky to be able to say that I have many, many friends, yourself included, who are incredibly um, sturdy, steadfast, true to the cause, mentally fortuitous type people. And 2020 has taken everybody that I know who is in that list of people that I look up to as role models for personal self-love, how to be grateful, how to be outwardly loving, how to always take the best perspective on a situation. Every single person on that list that I have had a chance to converse with this year has said, holy fucking shit, this was hard. Yeah, no joke. Everybody. No effing joke. And before I forget... I want to share this. I'm wearing one a new T-shirt. I mentioned to Jay that I got a present, and Jay had mentioned Katie, who's totally amazing. Stand up, stand up. Let's see it. It says human, and it's all colors. It's all just beautiful acceptance of all of us as humans, and I love it. And so I'm wearing it today, and I wanted to give Katie a sweet shout-out as well because definite gratitude Yay. for her, obviously gratitude for the family, but... I just was like, oh, my God, you brought up Katie, and I'm wearing the shirt she got me. I love that. <laughs> Obviously. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, but I think um, what a beautiful also how much more connected the opportunity. I'm so grateful for the opportunity of the challenge of this year to foster deeper connections because inside challenge and inside the opportunity to support one another, right, that fosters deeper bonds. It fosters more love, more connection, more trustworthy connection. And I'm so grateful for that, you know, to be like, cool, these people have been there for me. These people showed up. Damn, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, I have huge gratitude for that. You know, I think about Sarah, my roommate, I love her so much. You know, she's one of my very best friends, but we're so thankful for our home, you know, for our little farm with our animals, for all the food we have, for this beautiful roof we have over our heads and all of the things that go into our feeling really safe and cradled in love and and peace inside of our home. That's a wonderful thing to be thankful for. Really is. I had a chance recently to spend some time with a friend of mine who I cherish very much. Somebody who means a lot to me. His name's Rich, and uh, he was diving into. We, we happen to run into each other um, in a in an outdoor space. We're at a flight park, and walked down the road. I'm like, hey, hey, how's it going? You know, and we haven't seen each other in about a year. And you know, we just bumped into each other walking down the sidewalk because we were both going flying. And, um, we started conversing and it completely actually interrupted another conversation that was going on, which was a little rude and I felt bad, but it was so much energy and it's like, Oh, I've been kind of waiting to run into you for ages, you know? And, and we started talking and an hour and a half later, we had just sat down on the sidewalk, still talking, Love it. you know, because there was nothing more important than continuing that, that depth of conversation in that moment. And we literally just, that was it. The next the two hours were spent just stopped where we were in the tracks down on the sitting on the ground and watching other people fly. And like nothing better than just diving into a deep, rich share about where each other has been yeah. over the course of the last year and the challenges that we've been facing and the things that we're, how we're digging ourselves out and, and crawling over or or getting around or finding our way through or, you know, learning to, to mantle over these challenges that have been 2020. And then it's all because of grad holding on to gratitude. It's like when you're, you're trying to 
summit something and you're looking for that handhold and that handhold to get over it, it's gratitude. It's thankfulness. And you're like, wait a second, what is here in this for me? Oh, wait, thank you. I'm learning something. And there you go. You get that handhold you need for stability, for yeah. grasp on things, you know? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, I love that you're bringing up the depth of share and the importance of that and the, it's phenomenal. It is truly phenomenal to me. The literal energy, and I've not, this is not a new insight, by the way, the literal energy that comes from deep, authentic, real connecting. And I bring this up because, and because you're like, okay, we just had this X hour long conversation that was just totally amazing. And the reason I say that, and that triggered this thought is that the Hatch community, I've meant, I, I just so thankful for the Hatch community and the Hatch family. It's full of incredible, world-changing, beautiful people who are committed to that level level of depth and being there for one another. It is a, it is culturally held. It's very similar to the Trust the Journey family, but on a bigger scale. And we just had like a twenty fifth reunion, like Zoom call this week. And there were like a hundred plus people in the on the call, and it was cool because there was you know breakout rooms and stuff like that, typical Zoom Zoom stuff. And there's nothing astronomical or crazy about that experience. But afterwards, what they did was they made every single person, like every hundred plus person, a co-host, so that after the like actual programming and artists were singing and you know performers came in and breakout rooms. After all of that was done, everybody was then able to pop around to different breakout rooms like an after party. And it was so fucking fun and so energizing. I was on Zoom for four and a half fucking hours. I would never be on Zoom for four-ish hours. Yeah, exactly. It sounds totally terrible. But... This was be- the reason it was so wonderful is that it was all real connecting. People who are on your page, who don't mess around, who go deep, who also laugh at all the nonsense. Like it's just this beautiful, wonderful, energetic space of raw realness, whether it's delight, whether it's pain, whether it's just pr- being present and, and listen. It's just like wonderful. And I'm so thankful for that community, especially in 2020, because of how they pivoted and just all the work that they did. I was so grateful and psyched to be a part of what they did this year as well. So anyway, yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> Thanks for Hatch. Yeah, thank you, Hatch. Yeah, yeah. awesome. You know, um, so just trying to, st- I'll try and stay high level, and that always ends up pulling into like specific stories and specific little incidents that relate to the higher level concept and it's one of the ways i really enjoy communicating i'm learning a lot about how to really stay at that headline view and then when there's opportunity for depth to like just let it trickle in and let it flow the 2020 experience okay there's so many ways that we could frame it up and we could say oh it was this or it was that or i this or i that we this we that perspective i don't i can honestly say there's no way i had any form of perspective even relative to what i have now prior to 2020 so the gift of perspective is one of the big level takeaways that i pull from 2020 as a whole the the ability to now see the world other countries other cultures other societies society sub subcultures with our within our own uh, country and culture and the perspective gained from having to work our way through a problem a collective problem that is facing everybody yeah right it's just a collective issue and different cultures and different communities choosing different ways or means of enforcing or acting into different ways of navigating the problem right and the perspective gained on that has completely opened my eyes to 
the world as a whole and how different cultures, different societies operate, whether it's on the micro or on the macro. And I'm so grateful for that. It's such a huge perspective gain. I'm, I can't, I don't know how I would have got it in any other way. I know, right? It's, it's really, uh, yeah, I mean, like, how do I, I don't even know what to say, to be honest, because it's like, it. I don't want to go to the cliche of like, unprecedented times like I, i'm not a big fan of that you know what I, mean? <laughs> I feel like all times are unprecedented <laughs> all times are all times are nuts um but uh <laughs> but really it's it's been cool and i don't mean that in a i don't mean that really because i i think well not cool that there are so many people challenged and so many people dying. That is not obviously at all. That's horrible. But the 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 collective challenge, the worldwide challenge, that's something that I don't recall ever. I, I don't I don't ever have a connection to in my lifetime. Feeling like. I was a part of something that literally everyone on the planet, maybe 9-11, but it's not the same thing, but meaning like that felt to me like a global impact as opposed to just the United States or just women or just, you know, one section of humanity versus this feels like all of humanity. So there's a relative... um... I guess it's a frame, uh, something that we can compare against, although it's a very dissimilar in a lot of ways. It is similar in other ways. The The world wars are something that is a global epidemic, right? Or something that's happening on the global scale. So if we think about our... Uh, and the other one is climate change, mm-hmm. right? So there's very few things on our lists within our life experience that actually affect us on a global scale where we actually unite globally and so and whether we, we want to or not it's not a choice right we're forced to take a global perspective because it is f- affecting us on that level and that's what i'm talking about that's the gratitude that i'm like oh i'm being forced to look at the world as a whole and i see that as a really big benefit yeah for everybody involved whether it's from our perspective or the perspective of our neighbors or the perspective of our distant cousins you know in a faraway land yeah Keep going. I have something to say to say to this. Yeah. So it, it, you know the the world wars brought this on, and climate change has brought this on, and I can't think of anything else off the top of my head that has had the same impact of drawing humanity into a similar circumstance. You know, we've either been threatened by ourselves as an enemy within ourself, or we're threatened by. The, our own actions due to cli- causing climate change, which is again threatened by ourselves, now are f- threatened by a virus which is causing us to realize, oh, we have to act together. We have to bring our energies to a collective point in order to be able to overcome this enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know? and the, I think the distinction is that. N- because I've heard, a, I've been in the climate change discussion for X number of years or whatever, but I haven't been emotionally motivated in that realm. And why I say that and why I bring this back to gratitude for 2020 is that with COVID, there was such a spike in fear that the fear at least for me, and so I'm, this is why I'm grateful for the fear from this year is that it, that motivated, right, the, hu- the, the wide world, the, the human worldwide emotional connection, which that's what I would, I'm, I guess, trying to say about what I'm thankful for is that I actually was motivated to really be considering and emotionally being involved with something that is worldwide. So I'm going to relate in this thing, okay, within America, just as a, a subculture to the society of humanity, the connective piece has become massive, right? This year, with the Black Lives Matter movement, with females in, in power movement, 
the the presence of wanting connection like this like this is being forced to the surface by these and these emotions these energies coming up in other areas they're mirrors of each other i love that part of this year and i say yeah. that with love of transformation and healing with the the poison coming it makes me think of a psychedelic ceremony but this is like oh, on gross. a humanity worldwide scale where like the poison of the past is starting to really come out that's what i feel like is happening in america and I'm glad, I'm really glad, you know, because it's like, how can we heal something if we don't look at it, if it doesn't get not violent, because I don't mean that like really, but I mean like the, the, the chaos, the like, oh, challenge of bringing up something that is that painful and that toxic. It's like, there's this awfulness to it you know but at, at the same time there's so much beauty in seeing stuff for what it is and then being able to address it with open eyes and open hearts and that when I think of you know the Black Lives Matter movement when I think of equality at large whether it's women whether it's LGBTQ plus whether it's every bit of equality I just get so psyched about that that yes there's actually potentially because of this uprising enough people growing in consciousness growing in awareness that there could be a tipping point relative to these major issues in our society that excites me to no end i absolutely agree and i'm on a key this is one of the top thankfulness pieces for 2020 is that these topics are getting pushed to the surface like the things we're sick of about ourselves yep. right and so this is a personal reflection through 2020 i've been so sick of myself there have been so many things that i'm just can't fucking live with anymore <laughs> i'm just tired of me being who i am and and th that's okay that's actually beautiful that's actually wonderful that's self-love i'm tired of being a person that i'm not proud of mm -hmm. in ways i'm tired of being a person who doesn't talk about things that are hard to talk about or that are scary to talk about or painful to talk about because they need to be talked about in order to recover them in order to heal them in order for them to be let free in order for them to be purged and released and, and let go of they need to be expressed yes. and whether this is me on a personal level or whether this is our nation or our world our entire species our entire energetic being it called earth mm -hmm. whatever level we're talking about this has to happen and is it fun no fucking way it's no. not fun it sucks that's when you said psychedelic ceremony i'm like yeah. oh gross because exactly. it's gonna be gross because i'm gonna have to throw up something that i've been pulled in my gut my entire life because i've been too afraid to talk about it totally you know it's it really feels very very parallel to me like Absolutely. I, it, it feels very parallel and it doesn't even have to be a psychedelic ceremony it could be with a virus it, well it well yeah virus but it could be like <laughs> all the other ways that we purge stuff you know what I mean? Whether it's breath yeah. work, whether it's therapy, whether it's, you know, the purging of and the pulling up and the looking into the darkness. Oh, I'm, I'm proud of, I'm proud of us. And I am committed to moving through the transformation. You know what I mean? With, with that, with that gratitude, with that gratitude for all the things I have left to learn, all the things I have left to see. You know what I mean? Again, it's not that it's fun. It's easy for me to sit here in my fucking human shirt and the, talking to Jay on the podcast and be like, yeah, I'm committed to that. The reason I feel like I can say that with such calmness and conviction is that I've been and I've experienced the awfulness of doing that work. And I've also experienced the absolute healing and transformation on the other side of that work in whatever modality I've I've explored it and that's what this feels like it feels like a freaking shit ton of opportunities to grow and transform in that way i'm so thankful for that i'm going to go to the micro level for a moment i'm going to pull into just myself just me thankful for some direct people in my life who are in my immediate circle so i'm going to say thanks to my personal board of directors 
people that have been there for me on a one-to-one -one level when I need some direction, some advice, some support, a call, a text, just somebody to be there for me. My personal BOD, Melanie, love you. Love you. Brad Chatelier, love you. Jamie Crawford, love you. Fernanda Tucci, love you so much. Brett Kistler, you're a bomb. That's my personal BOD. These are fantastic people in my life. There's a few others I want to say thank you to right now because they've just been massive. Jennifer Bishop, amazing person. You're a freaking angel. Julie Wentz, another angel blessed upon me. And <laughs> Mr. Ian Bobo, <laughs> nice. my business partner. Yeah. 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 Fucking awesome dude right there. Mm-hmm. I could go on and on with a list. I did write some some down for sure. Spit them out. Let's share some. Yeah. I mean, when I was, obviously I mentioned Sarah before, my my roommate and one of my closest friends. And I am grateful for my friends, my friend family, my chosen family, Annette. She's in our little pod here. Just so thankful for her friendship. Obviously, my BFFs, Shannon and Carolyn, I could not get through life without them, like, just straight the fuck up. Obviously, Jay, I'm so thankful for you. I just, I know it's, I say obviously because I tell you, like, every third episode. <laughs> but, it's okay, make it weird. <laughs> make it fucking make weird. It weird, exactly. <laughs> make it fucking weird. I'm grateful for my family because... They're just there. They're just there for me. You know what I mean? Like that is so important to me for people to just be there for me. You know what I mean? It's like, do you, be you, that being there for each other is such a just, it's, it feels like all that matters a lot of times. You know what I mean? When I really think about relationship I just like, that's really all that matters. Everything else can be sort of worked out in the human experience. You know what I mean? But being there for each other, when you have the opportunity to do that, do it, do that, you know, yeah. do things that don't scale. So anyway, I'm just, I'm just so thankful. There's a million other people, obviously Matil. <laughs> She's in the oh, office no. today and during the recording. She was cuddling so awesome this morning. Oh, my God. It was Aww. the best. That's awesome. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so this past week, I lost a friend. Oh. Um, my friend Scott Ritchie passed. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, he was in a car accident. And um, so, you know, Scott's not somebody that I knew really, really well. We didn't spend a lot of time hanging out or, you know, make ex pointed efforts to spend time one-on-one, -on -one. but he's somebody who resonated in my life uh, very naturally, Yeah. where the vibration was obviously in the same key type of thing, you know, mm -hmm. where you're like, oh yeah, we can harmonize, no problem, I see who you are, you see who I am, we, we understand each other at a glance, yeah. you know, with a smile, there's that person, there's that soul, and so somebody I was very fortunate to have some interaction with. And luckily, and this is this brought up some poetry in me this week, which was rare, you know, but I love it when poetry comes to the surface and it's always inspired by these deeper personal connections, these emotional experiences. I, the last interaction that I had with Scott is what inspired me to think about what's our last interaction with anybody? Mm -hmm. What is the last time that you're going to see someone? speak to someone, hug someone, interact with someone in any way. Mm -hmm. The last opportunity. We never we never know which one's going to be the last one, right? Maybe when we're a very old person, we have an idea. If we're lucky, you know? Yeah. But most of the time we just don't ever comprehend that this is going to be the last time that we're going to have an exchange. And the wonderful story in this is that the last exchange I had with Scott was a beautiful man-to-man, soul-to-soul, being-to-being, shirtless, I love you, thank you, big full-body hug nice. that just, just was so grateful for each other's presence in the moment that we'd just been through where we're both growing as beings. Wonderful. 
Yeah. And it really, really made me reflect on the value of the, how we choose to act in every single moment of our lives and then how important it is to recognize that this one opportunity is the only opportunity that we have to make a last impression. Yeah. And it's our last impression that really counts. You know, the last thing that we do on every single time that we interact with somebody is the last thing they're going to remember, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm extremely grateful for that friendship, for that reflection, for that awareness to come through that relationship. And, um, the, the move, moving forward from this growth piece of, of, you know, recognizing that. We get one opportunity constantly. It's this one and only moment right now we have to, to live into gratitude, to live into love, to live into expressing our highest version of self. In just finishing writing a little piece about that, I got in my car and I was heading off to go do something and I nearly had a head-on collision with somebody. Like high speed, super scary, all cars break locked, everybody skidding off the road in every direction. Like a horrifying, the scariest car incident I've had in over a decade. Holy shit. A couple days, couple days ago. And I had both feet, on, both feet on the brake pedal, pushing as hard as I can. Oh cars God. squealing off in every direction because somebody made a completely wrong move. Oh my God. And, yeah, like purely terrifying. And I, had, I stopped on the side of the road. One, I mean, stopped and I was in the middle of the road at a complete stop in the middle of the yellow line. Wow. And... I, when I crawled off to the side of the road and put the car in park and shut it off and sat there for 10 minutes and let my heart rate and adrenaline levels get back to a reasonable point and to go check on the other people and all the other vehicles and have a little moment of gratitude Yeah. that everybody was alive mm -hmm. and everybody was okay. You know, there was such a perspective in that instant that I'm like, Phew. like that, that could have been, again, there's that reminder that the line in the sand gets drawn for us, you know, at any instant. And we have no control yeah. in that, you know, it's not up to us when the, when the game, when the key gets turned off, you know? So thankful for the reminder, thankful to still be here, thankful to be able to continue to work on being a better version of me yeah. and doing a better job of making sure that every interaction I have leaves an impression would want that I would want to be the impression that would be my last impression with anybody. I love that. I'm definitely thankful for you still being here and me too. Uh, you know, it's, yeah, that's also makes me think of, I'm thankful for every person working to keep other people safe and healthy in whatever way that they might be working on it in this pandemic. I'm grateful, so thankful for the health of my loved ones. Like that seems so obvious. Okay, write a gratitude list. But when you think about it, it's, and you think about it with that perspective where you're like, anyone could be gone tomorrow. You know, it could be a bus. You get hit by a bus or you have this type of car accident. That, can, that happens all the time. It happens all the time. And so it's, I'm so with you. And it's interesting also that you brought up like poetry and how you sort of were feeling a creative calling in you. And that's once, once something I wrote down on my list that's very, it's a big piece for me is the heart-centered projects that I work on. The creative works that I work on, I am so thankful for those. So this podcast is one of them. With Our Whole Broken Hearts is one thing that I'm working on. It's just... I love that we're expanding that project. It feels like there. it's interesting because the more that I work on that project, the more that it seems like the universe it, and, you know, the magnetism of the universe, of the momentum that I'm putting into this project with my co-authors, that the more notes that I'm getting or people I'm getting into my world that are mentioning being in experiences of heartbreak, going through divorces, having painful breakups, like so something like that where I can then respond and be like, hey, what's your address? I'm going to send you a copy of this book. And I don't, and it's not because I, oh, I'm trying to further the book. It's because I believe that the book will help them. And that makes me feel really, like, really happy. 
And a lot of times it does help the people and then they can pass it along and give it to someone in their life that is going through the same sort of pain. And that makes me feel really, really good. Like I'm so grateful that my co-authors were willing to do it so that I could be having this experience now, you know what I mean? And it's like, this is one way I can bring a little bit of awesomeness into the world, into a really painful year for so many. And God, I can't even imagine going through a breakup on top of all the 2020 stress. Oof, that's got to be tough too. Yeah, for sure. So um, last episode, you saw me wearing a sling and my shoulder was pretty banged up. Um, it's still very tender and I don't pick things up or do much with it, but I'm getting some movement back and I can be a little bit more like my normal self. And I'm really grateful for this accident. Max grateful for this injury because it's forcing me to slow down, which is one of my goals in life is to be more present rather than rushing off to the next thing all the time. And it has enabled me the opportunity to reconnect with somebody very close to me who has been incredibly supportive and a huge value. And I'm entirely grateful for the opportunity for that to be just kind of pressed upon me. Like, here, go chill out, rest, recover, spend some time, reconnect, and find the value in this time together. And it's such a, you know, the beautiful irony that is life where, like, you know, we get bitch slapped by, by mother nature. And what is it trying to say is like, go sit down. Yeah. Go, oh, yeah. go be quiet for a while. Oh, yeah. You know, rest, recover. <laughs> That's another thing things. I think 2020 yeah. is saying is, yeah. is that. Is like you humanity, you humans need to chill the fuck out for a while. Yeah. It's a, a example of a, like, a, we are an example of a virus gone crazy. Yeah. I you agreed. Know? Just completely out of control yeah. overtaking its entire life form we're basically uh uh what would you call those parasites on a, on the earth in in our current actions as we are treating the earth right now we're acting as parasites rather than living as co-hosts together you know yep so the host is like hey whoosh, yeah. calm down he's it down <laughs> <laughs> Totally. Well, I love how that that uh, how it shows the Earth like healed itself in in like days as soon as humans stopped fucking racing around, driving a bunch of cars, and all of that. It's just nuts. But uh, uh, there's a part of me that I want to also go to the work side of this whole experience in 2020 because one of the things that I feel so deeply compassionately is the idea of somebody being out of work. I'm so, so thankful for every single one of my clients. I'm so thankful for Highlight and the work I get to do with our team and our mission. I am so thankful for every one of my teammates. I'm so thankful for everybody who contributes on Patreon that still supports us to do this. Like, the financial component of this year is interesting because I feel like why I say I have such gratitude and such compassion for that is that I have in my past experienced really acute scarcity fear as it relates to money. And I just want to express my gratitude for any bit of abundance that's in my life and every, and I want to send my, my compassion and, and, love to those who are in challenge around this and you know just just be there for those people because I can't even imagine how hard that is you know what I mean like at the beginning of of COVID I definitely was very afraid like oh my god all my business could dry up all my business could be gone highlight could be on pause for all all the year because we can't do anything that was the original potential fear and when that didn't happen, it was just an overwhelming relief to know that I could still pay for my life. I could still live here. I could still feed myself. Like, it sounds so basic, but those survival, real survival pillars are are big. Like, I, I, I do feel deeply grateful 
that I have food to eat, that I have a roof over my head, that I have, you know what I mean? That I, my heat is working, that type of stuff. So I just wanted to express that because that's something I actually think about pretty often. I'll, I'll go ahead and pick up on that opportunity. And I think really like the whole point of this year is for Melanie and I to be examples, to share how we find gratitude, where we find gratitude, things we're thinking, like literally like this is our life experience. That's all we can speak on. Yep. Here's the points that we can speak to you about and, and share. And if you can relate to them, if you find them within yourselves and you're able to grab those handholds and climb that ladder out of whatever emotional hole we might all find ourselves in in this year, then we're all, we're climbing on each other's shoulders yep. essentially. You know, that's the whole point of it. And with that, I want to thank my entire Flight One family. The leadership team at Flight One is a shining example of how to be better coworkers, how to be better people, how to be real, like really be real people to each other and really give each other the tough love, you know, and the space, the nurture at the same time to say, okay, having a hard time right now going through physical mental emotional family life experiences go through it yeah and at the same time when we're present we're ready to engage and we're ready to dive in and try and do a good job to say here's where you need to do better you know and that's a that's a family i cherish so much so my leadership team my entire cadre at flight one every single instructor who works at flight one on the sport and the military side, as well as the new branch in tech that's developing. Mm-hmm. And then definitely, there's no hierarchy in here. Our clients, yeah. I have to say our clients, the people who hold up the organization, who actually show up and put their money down to say, we believe in this as a concept, yes. you know, so that we can pour our, our lifeblood and our passion and everything that we do into it in order to say, here, this has been the most important thing to me in my whole life to try and be the very best version of it or whatever it is that we're doing together. Here, I give it back to you for the best possible price I can do it for. Absolutely. You know? Love it. Yeah. Agreed. Huge, huge gratitude Agreed. for everybody in that entire circle in my life. And I'm going to go one more layer because I have been blessed with a circle of support in the Sky family that has lasted for a quarter of a century. And I am so proud and so humble and so humbled and so grateful for every single one of the corporations that has stood up and put their name behind mine mm-hmm. as a person and as a pilot Mm -hmm. as a flyer as a competitor as a speaker as an entrepreneur as a leader as a mentor you know as a person and as a friend absolutely agreed i echo that completely thank you thank you yeah for sure (laughs) thank you yeah interestingly too what i put on my list also is are all the new connections i've made this year it's Boom. been an interesting year for meeting Amazing. new for meeting new people, for making new connections in in my work, for making new connections through highlights work, through hatch, through all the things that I'm doing. It's it's I'm just always very thankful. You mentioned your friend, I forget his name already. I'm sorry. The one that you can look at and you were resonating scott yes yeah. so scott i'm so sorry gosh yeah so scott and you look at someone and it's not like all these new people i'm meeting are am i like instantly bonded with that's definitely not happening but i feel like this year i've made a lot of of new very positive connections even if they are uh, very role-based you know like working with someone on my website, like meeting someone through Highlight that runs this organization that I'm now, you know, friends with because of what we did together to make a demo jump happen. Like that type of stuff. It's, and, and, other, and other stuff too. I mean, there's another group that I'm a, a part of. It's called Lady Drinks. And it primarily is a, a women's group uh, and it's funny that I don't even drink, but <laughs> I always think that's kind of ironic. But um, it's it's really an entrepreneur group 
And it's led by one of my friends, Joya Das, who is fierce. She is so awesome. I highly recommend her stuff because she just really works hard. She shows the F up for her people. And I just so respect that. I love that about her. And her group is one of those groups that I'm a part of. I'm a part of a lot of things, as you can obviously tell. But that group is uh, primarily for South Asian and Indian women. And I've just gotten to meet so many cool people through that group and be in spaces that where I am the minority, which is wonderful. It's been a really cool and beautiful experience and growth experience for me on top of, it's just full of women doing good shit, like cool entrepreneurial shit. And I like being around that kind of high performer. So it's, it's been an interesting, curious year as it relates to new connections, but I'm super thankful for all of them. I can echo that. Yeah, I've been so blessed this year with friendships um, being basically thrust upon me where I have had numerous people reach out and be like, hey, I want to connect. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I want to connect. <laughs> I, I want to connect work with together. you. <laughs> yeah, I want to work together. I want to do like this and this, you know, like we need, you know, I, I, can you do this? Can you be for this? You know, and, and then finally seeing some of these come to a reality where I'm finally getting to say, Hey, and you know, we don't even get to shake hands in this modern day and age, but you know, we get to bump elbows yeah. and say, all right, let's do something awesome together. And I am stoked on some of the opportunities that have just re reignited. There's a lot of things I've been wanting to do for a long time that have been in my passion wheelhouse that are just wheeling away and they don't always get traction the first time around. But I feel that traction starting to occur and the momentum and people who want to be involved and are on their own paths to the same directions, you know, and having aligned visions, you know. So this is a, an area that I'm incredibly thankful for. As a whole, you know, I, I just want to – I'm going to start this con this thought without even knowing where it's going because I'm going to trust my instinct on it. it. And when I speak about – Thanks 2020, okay? It is so easy to head off down a negative rabbit hole. I could be um, so sarcastic with that comment, thanks 2020, you know, and I could be a total asshole to myself about it. Or I can flip the coin the other direction and I can say, thanks 2020, mm -hmm. you know, you really did provide me incredible opportunities that I would never have had otherwise. Yeah because of the you know, unprecedented times. <laughs> you know? Unprecedented times. That's the truth of the matter, though, yeah, right? Like, the is. reality is, I would never have stayed home this whole summer and nose to the grindstone through these work projects and personal projects. I would have bailed. Yeah. My pattern would be that I would have run off to Europe and Norway and I would have went having my summer escapes that, you know, don't force me to do the hard work that I needed to do. Mm -hmm. And now I'm finding myself on a daily moment to moment, second to second um, existence, being grateful for the present moment because of the hard work done in the hard times. And so... I truly do think, and I, I, I have heard this from multiple people. I had a wonderful conversation yesterday. Man, my days blur together. Yeah, <laughs> yesterday. I'm in that club, by the way. No concept yeah. of time. No, it was Saturday. It was Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> I'm like, look at what day is it today? I'm like, what day is um, it today? Yeah. I had a wonderful conversation with a longtime friend who is very of very like mind, very driven, very... OCD, very engineering. And we sat down and we just reviewed 2020 and like, hey, we just crushed this year, like kicked fucking ass in 2020. If we go back and look at where was I at the beginning of this year, the, where I thought I would be at the end and where I am at the end, I'm actually 10 times further along than I thought I would be done 10 times more with the year than I typically would have yep. accomplished so much more. So the gratitude piece of it is to truly recognize the opportunity that's been put a, given to us. Yeah. And, and I don't think there's anybody out there that's going to argue with the fact that, yeah, it was not easy, but nothing good is easy. No, agreed. Know? 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've said that for years and I've practiced that for years being like, I don't know what the positive value is yet, but I know it's here. What is my opportunity here? So that's sort of a micro thing that I ask myself all the time. What is my opportunity? I've, I've asked that question countless times and, re and iterated on that practice that I preach. I've done that a lot this year. What is my opportunity? What really is my opportunity in this pain, in this fear I'm feeling, in this mindset I can't seem to shake, in this whatever, in this restriction of my freedoms, right? Like, which is where my brain wants to go. Right, the negative, the negative thought of like, okay, I'm re I'm restricted in some way. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Slow your roll, Curtis. Let's 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 ask, what is what is this revealing as as its gift? What is the gift here? What is my opportunity? And that just that directs me in such a powerful way. It is fucking useful, man. Like it it works. So. The same thing with fear, right? Mm -hmm. What is this fear teaching me? Yes. What is this fear telling me? Absolutely. When I'm, when I'm feeling fear, what is it that I need to recognize in what's happening right now that is, first of all, bringing it up? What's causing the response? And how do I choose to lean into it as a value that I can now leverage to take a step forward? Exactly. I thought I was pretty good at, at navigating fear. I really did. And enter 2020. And I was like, holy shit. That was, that's some acute terror that I was feeling. And it's been really, really powerful and useful to work through that stuff. And that's partly goes back to my original share of like, I feel so much stronger. I thought I was strong before, but now I'm like, I got this. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, and not again, not that I won't be facing lots of challenges, not that I won't be facing fear and feeling crippled by terror, I'm sure in the future, duh, welcome to humanity. You know what I mean? But I just, I'm not afraid of fear like I used to be. You know what I mean? Like being afraid of even feeling fear used to be absolutely a thing for me because I didn't feel capable inside of that emotion. Whereas now I'm like, it's okay if I feel afraid in the future because I, I have skills I have skills and I was able to really utilize them this year such that I have that much more confidence in myself. And I'm wildly grateful for that as well. Sitting with fear is such a powerful practice, right? Like I, I know you and I have both spent a large portion of our lives embracing fear, like actually taking it by the arm and saying, come on, we're going to go fly together, you know, <laughs> yep. and, and literally like taking fear and making it our best friend and learning to, learning to, to make it something that we truly leverage in every situation in our lives. And this year has been a practical application of those skill sets. And I know that when I have found myself in situations where my skill set isn't as developed and now I'm challenged by the circumstance and I start to move into the emotional experience rather than moving into the objective experience of recognizing it, that those things are very easy to dif to recognize the difference. It's more, I f let me restart that. I find it easier to observe myself remaining objective or failing to remain objective to my own experience. And in that, when I'm able to recognize my failure to remain objective, I can then re become objective again. Nice. Even if it me, even if I don't have the skill to necessarily know how to deal with whatever the emotional wave is that I'm riding, I can still return to the position of objective by just simply acknowledging, oh, I'm having an experience. That's all it takes. That's it. That's the only skill I need is to put me back to the observe myself position. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I would be remiss if I didn't share in this episode some stuff like coffee, <laughs> recording equipment, you know, delicious seltzer, you know, <laughs> like, uh, you know, that that kind of stuff too. Like I'm so 
Amy makes fun of me all the time, but I usually will eat uh, like a head of romaine lettuce, but just whole. Like I'll eat it like I'm just eating it. Similar with cucumbers. I just eat them. And I'm on our meetings just eating this stuff. And I'm grateful for her humor. I'm great. I'm obviously grateful for her. I'm grateful for Kara. I'm grateful for so many of my amazing, beautiful people. Thank God for them. Holy shitballs. I could go on that again. My mom. Um, but, but the little details, I'm grateful for when my iPhone tripod legs work right, you know, <laughs> like, like that type of stuff. I just, I, the micro gratitude is also a, a practice for me. I, I live in those details. You know, I, I live in the comedy. I'm grateful for the comedy of the little mishaps, the little nuanced, nonsensical things that makes us human. You know, me liking to wear my, my Christmas shirt. Fuck the system. You know, <laughs> you know, all of that stuff really brings me delight in my life. And the gratitude for those little delights is a magnifying glass of, of it. I want to throw out a couple more just because I feel like if this is it, this is, this is the thanks 2020 episode. Thanks 2020. Thanks 2020. <laughs> I'm thankful for the great spirit farm. Mm-hmm. Shannon Travis. Yes. You amen. guys are angels. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for all the work that you do personally, family, coworkers, so many of my friends and loved ones. Thank you so much. Shannon Travis at the great spirit farm. Thank you so much. Corinne Pico. Matt and Tiffany, your circle, your people, your energy, your love, everything you do, fantastic, wonderful. I, I can't say enough about how much of a positive impact this has had on my life and the lives of others around me who I've been able to share with. Thank you. Yeah, I love that. I feel like I could say literally one million people. Well, wait, actually probably more than that. It's an impossible undertaking for me to list by name all my people because there's so many of them. I'm so thankful for my people. If you are listening to this and you're one of my people, I fucking love you. Ditto. Duh. Ditto. Ditto and fucking duh. And yeah, I'm with you. And I know that you know that I couldn't be as awesome as I am without you. And for that, I am very, very grateful. And by being awesome, I mean being awesome, showing up for others in the world, showing up into my creative gifts, showing up on in conversations like this, in relationships like this, in the work that I do. I'm just so, so thankful for all of that support. And I just, yeah, that's, that's it. Thank you. Wonderful. It is impossible to go person by person to name every single because, you know, I, for one, and I know, Melanie, you're, you're a mirror, that we're so blessed with so many incredible people and so many incredible experiences. I'm just grateful for being alive at this point in time. When I look outside and I can see nature and its stunning beauty and humans pushing themselves to be better versions of themselves and to do things that they weren't capable of doing before and to be better listeners and to be better communicators and to consider each other's and be more compassionate. All these things just completely inspire me. Um, There's so many people I couldn't possibly list them all. Uh, It's yeah. I'm just so grateful to still be here. Thanksgiving yeah, in 2020. I know. I just had this final thought when you were talking about being alive. I, I echo that sentiment, obviously. I am so thankful for every single hug I can get, I safely get and give. I will guaranteed make it fucking weird when it's time. <laughs> Be ready, my friends, because those hugs are coming. And I just want to, I'm, I'm so thankful for that physical affection in this time when it's less available. And it really, it means something to me to be really be embraced 
and held in a long hug by someone I really love and cherish, or even someone I just feel it's safe to hug in whatever circumstance I might be in. And uh, yeah, thank you for that too. And again, we could go on and on and on. I just, uh, yeah. Do you have any final thoughts, Jay? Well, I hope these are not my final thoughts. Yeah, but if they are, right, right. thank you for being the best version of you. Thank you for showing up as you are. However you are right now is the best possible version you can be at this time. And I'm grateful for you, the listener, Mel, you, my teammate in this effort, and all my friends and family who I chosen or blood. I'm grateful for every single one of you. Um, that's where we find our true joy in life is in recognizing what we have to be thankful for. My own, I have mother, uh, mothers and fathers, surrogates, stepmothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, adopted everywhere. You know, there's so much family. There's so much love. It's just a matter of recognizing and pushing it to the top of the pile and making that our, what we choose to see in the world. Yep. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to express this gratitude. Ditto. <laughs> on that note my friends we love you so much we say it every time and we really mean it we love you we're so thankful you're for, thankful you're here and we always invite us all to keep laughing keep loving and keep trusting the journey love you <laughs>